Fitzy and Whipper with Kate Ritchie Podcast. I tell you what, I'm right into this. Watch and binge at the moment. And you want to watch episode six of The War, you can go to dailytelegraph.com.au slash the war, but also binge as well. You can watch it there. But we love getting Moz and also Josh in to talk about gang-related things in the Sydney area. And they join us now. Welcome, boys. G'day, guys. Morning. Morning. Yeah, lovely to meet you. I mean, perfect timing. What was with that Lamborghini that was on fire? Uh, allegedly, yeah. the Alamedines are involved in the firebombing of a $400,000 Lamborghini. At wow. wow. Two guys with jerry cans, balaclavas, wow. and as I said, singed eyebrows, yeah. and leaving the scene. Jeez. So they've could you blown it up. Do we know why? I'm hearing, I know the police yeah. uh, are looking at this, that it's got crime links to the Alamedine crime network, which is an extensive network. Uh, now, I've been told that the person who drives it is actually in a relationship with somebody who is very close to some senior people oh. in that crew. As right. Watch where you rest your head. It's a very serious signal that to these guys, stay away from that that woman. So a lot of the Alamedines though are over in Lebanon now. I did see that you guys have been writing about this. They've gone over there to get away from Australia. Are you seeing, Josh, that a lot of them are getting out of the country now because there's too much pressure on them? Yeah, absolutely. Particularly recently. I mean, this is a trend that's been going on for a number of years where high-profile individuals in the underworld have, have gone overseas um, to, to escape you know, New South Wales Police or whatever it may be, or just because life's so tough for them here. You know, they have Strike Force Raptor knocking down their door every other day. And so they think, well, you know, stuff this, let's go overseas and, and live freely. But particularly recently, I think we've had, what was it, was 80? 80. 80. 80. 80 have left in the last two years. Wow. That are, and of that, 20 are considered very serious crime figures. You know, I sat down yeah, with, sure. with uh, a senior guy from state crime, Jason Weinstein, who was telling us about it and he, and he said it's because of the police pressure and if you notice they're making a lot of arrests around these murders a lot of it mainly the guys who are pinching the cars yep, yep. or positioning the cars allegedly and what i think the, the crooks are worried about is this pressure is going upwards that you know that's that's what happens you start getting the, the guys at the bottom of the tree involved in crime right and and lead so they're all they've decided so to leave in know. a situation like that you know, is it once a crim, always a crim? Do they go to Lebanon and c- continue to carry out the same sort of behaviour? Well, what, we, what we've seen is technology's enabled that. So you've got these encrypted uh, messaging yep. services, phones, whatever it may be, that, that means you can run your drug business in Sydney. So they just run it from Lebanon? Yeah, well, yeah, they're not retiring necessarily. No, they're just no. kind of removing with, themselves from the hot currency. seat. So yeah, they're working from totally. home as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. <laughs> well, that's What's that called? Quietly, from their homeland. Quietly, uh, quitting, quietly quitting. Quietly quitting. Quietly quitting. Oh, my gosh. Can I? Can you tell me, because, I mean, I see the images, but I, I can never sure of the link to the stories... There was the guy who was shot at the gym with his kid in the car. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Taha Sabaj. Right. And was he, the guy that was then arrested at the airport when he went to flee the country, the guy arrested, was he linked to the killing in that car? Yeah, so they picked up a, a kid last week. I think he was mid-20s. Oh, the big fella. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he had tattoos on his, on his arms, if that's the bloke you're talking about. But he, um, that, they're not alleging he was the shooter, more that he was involved in preparing the cars that they use. You know, we've talked about this before. Yeah. They burn out the getaway cars yes. to destroy. So they have multiple cars set in position. I mean, people reckon there's hundreds of cars just sitting around yeah. Sydney ready to go at any, wow. any time. Well, I, I know there was yeah. a couple of cars stolen on the northern beaches 
the other night. Uh, yes. Uh, so they they prepare them, get them ready, and yeah. they'll use them in a. They'll have petrol yeah. in them, won't they? Unlike, yeah. unlike you and your car. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we, we had to run in on the way. Here. Oh uh, no way! How do you, how do you, how how do you get into the car? I mean, I, look, so th- I, maybe I'm getting away from the bulk of the story here, but I'm thinking about logistics and getting somewhere on time. If there are all these cars sitting all around Sydney, how do you get into the car that you need to get into on that day? Is there like one key for all the all the sports cars? <laughs> they in do have um, they do have a multitude of tradesmen at their at their their beck and call, yes. including locksmiths, mechanics. One car like the. One that was used in the shooting of Gassim Moon, who changed his name from Hamzy for probably a very obvious reason. Yeah. Um, that car was stolen from the North Shore nine months earlier. Wow. And be- four months before that shooting, police put out a press release saying, uh, we're looking for this car. We believe that it's been stolen to perhaps be used in... In a, um, a, a crime, in a, in a serious crime. Yes. So, what actually happens is they yeah, just store them. They Moz. store them. Yeah, they do. Yep. They put them in um, garages, canards. A lot of is, time is underground um, car parks yes. in big unit blocks. Right. Gotcha. And then put covers over them because right, no one knows. But Can they, I talk yeah. about the Comancheros? There's been talk now. Brighton La Sands has been known as the area where the Comancheros have always been. I've heard that they've sort of they've dispersed a little bit as well. Is there another gang that's coming in, and is this a big fu to the Comancheros to get into the Brighton La Sands area and take over stuff there? Well, the Hell's Angels are on the rise. Right. That's really what we're. Are they so they yes. still. Yeah. Like you would think with Strike Force Raptor and stuff like that that New South Wales would be a state that you would stay uh, stay away from. Well, yeah, but you know if you. And it's where the drug market is. Yeah. Yeah. Sydney's love of drugs is unparalleled, yeah. really. Right. pay top dollar. So well, apparently. apparently. Yeah. yeah. Right. Can we wind back to that and go, well, can you tell us, I mean, for the busts that we see, right, and the large halls that get um, caught and, you know, X amount of cocaine or amphetamines coming into the country, what percentage that's sent do you think makes it? Oh, that's a oh, good question. Yeah. Like, how much is on its way and how much makes the show? So literally, they were like, um, there was a 120-ton seizure done the other day. A lot of the time, they will write that off. as It's like shoplifting. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just, it's written off as, as part of your business right. that a certain amount is going to be seized. We've got a waste factor built in. Yeah, yeah that's you're right. You're going to exactly. win some yeah, It's a bit like some. spillage at the pub, you know. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Especially those new bar staff. You know, very sloppy. Good. You drinking yeah. the dregs there, Moss. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bar closed two hours ago, Moss. <laughs> <laughs> mate, the old journalist club never closed. <laughs> So how much gets in? Enormous amounts. At the moment, there's so much there that there's talk that the the, the bikey gangs and dealers are trying to get together, like yeah. they've done before, to try and hold back the supply to push the prices up. You're kidding me. The, the amount that's loaded, landed here recently um, is quite large. So it's gone, it's about 195 to 200,000 a kilo landing on the dock now. Right. At one stage, it was 350 to 400,000. Prices have gone completely it's mad. inflation. I mean, Albo's been elected. Yeah, he should, you know, he should look at it. I, mean, I don't know whether he saw any at that. He went to a wedding recently and, um, I don't know whether he spoke to some people there about Who what he can do known? about inflation. Who would have known? <laughs> yeah. What a guest list. So, so in your latest episode, episode six of The War, you talk about Majid Hamzi, um, and now he, the death of him, there's, there, there's 400 kilograms of cocaine that's just gone missing. Yeah, so, so Majid Hamzi was really... 
probably the first big uh, domino to fall in this in this gang war that's been happening in Sydney for the past two years. So was, why why was he killed? Well, the, the, the four hundred the allegation is that there was four hundred kilograms of cocaine that was brought in by the Comanchero, mm. and it went missing. Apparently, and they get really angry. That's they don't like that. So the allegation was that Medjid Hamzy took it. Now, the cops, you know, no one else on the street has ever seen any evidence no. that, that he had any hand in it, but. It yeah. doesn't matter. You don't have to have the... There's no burden and of proof in the underworld. That's no. one of the allegations is why he was hit. And from there, it just kind of had snowballed. a life of its own and yeah. then it becomes a blood feud. But interesting, after like two years of investigating or being around this story, we're now starting to hear from some really senior people that that 400Ks never came off the dock. So that maybe it was seized by federal authorities or somebody else on right. its way over and here. And he got blamed for it. And he got blamed for And I'll tell you what, there were a whole lot of guys that got kidnapped wow. and severely asked... Tortured. To, yeah. Yes. Which is another In, thing that we're seeing now. They're taking yeah. fingers and yeah, teeth. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, there is. Yeah. There's not a lot of fingers and teeth left. No. Though. And the guy that we were talking about before that got shot at the gym with a kid in the car, why was he killed? That, that, that's a really good question. Uh, and I don't think we have an obvious answer. No, we don't. There, there is are, no obvious answer. There, there is a suggestion of mistaken identity. Now, that gym oh, is... <laughs> the people working out there are probably be some of the heaviest people in Sydney. Mm. They're from Comanchero. They're from two or three very well-known crime families. Um, that's like I said, no, to meet a... Right. To meet your crim contacts now, you... We, I used to go and you know, drink down at uh, the Covent Garden or the yeah. Shakespeare Hotel in yeah. Surrey Hills. Yeah. Now you've got to, you know, you gotta pump go to high. gym. Yeah, so that's what Josh does. <laughs> that's what Josh does. <laughs> that's good you do, I still go, do go down to the Covent Garden and wow. look for the prims that aren't there anymore. Wouldn't have got the face tat, Josh, but besides <laughs> that, everything's looking good, mate. Um, just before you go, recruitment-wise, there's still a lot of kids that they're recruiting? or Yeah, it's out of control. And, and even that, um, you know, the, the break-ins that we're seeing to homes, uh, they're using kids. I mean, I know one of the, the craziest things is that they've used kids who are so young and so small that they've snuck into houses through doggy doors yeah. to steal keys and then give it to the older boys who then take the... That's what I've heard. That's like yeah. doing your apprenticeship is Just, to steal a and, car. Yeah, because yeah. Cars are so sophisticated now and so hard to steal. There's only there's two ways you do it. A carjacking Right, where they just put the gun at you and tell you to get out, or they're doing what's called an aggravated break-in, where the keys are inside the house, yeah. so they have to go in to get them. Where in the old days, you know, the screwdriver and the yeah, yep. lock and away you go. Yeah, that's that's gone. So the big danger about that is some you know people can get hurt because yeah, they're inside the house. Absolutely, yes. and it, I mean, you're talking about recruiting of young kids. If if you're a parent and you've got young, you know. Teenagers, or I don't know how old you're saying mm. these kids are. How how is it happening? Like, how do they get to them? Yeah, like, uh, is it is it family related? Is it school related? Is it like where are the risks of your kid kind of getting caught up in that stuff? Yeah, it, it's all that. I mean, we're talking kids ten, maybe what? a little bit younger, eight, nine, some of them. All mainly, main, mainly, you know, you're fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, that age group, but they. They can get really young, and and it's school. It's it's you know you've got a relative who is involved in it, and yep. you go along on a Saturday night. Um, it, it's well, you've mate, got an older brother, it's and like, you, you know yeah. yeah, you join the footy club. Yep. That, that you know some of us. Well, they've actually been mate's known brother played there. Well, this is the same yeah, thing, but yeah. different. One of one of the major crime figures was sponsoring junior rugby league, mm. and giving them jerseys and things, and yeah. then going to their football, and then they well, it's grooming. They isn't groom. It? They yeah. groom them, and then you know. 
you know, Sanchu, or I think they call them, or whatever they yeah, call trainers. them. Trainers. And then they train and they give them money. They're influenced by rap. Yeah. Meet your heroes. They do, they groom them. So. Yeah. Wow, and how many years do you think Fitzy would get for his fashion crimes with that jacket on this morning? <laughs> oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> oh, no, we've got Ralph Lauren over here. Yeah, I mean, Moss. I walked in with some How chicken. long would yeah. it be last in some oh. of the pubs that you drank at over the years, Moss? <laughs> Not very long. I walk in with Lock him up, Moss. No, for a crow's man, that is very Port Adelaide. Yeah, oh! that is. Very Port Adelaide. Don't even. It's 20 years Josh, in that. Do Josh not even bring it up. One thing we, we in yeah. episode six, getting quite serious, is that we canvassed the murder of two two women. Yeah. Right, One of them is um, Lametta Faldala, yep. right, who was known to have gone out with a couple of gangsters. And the other one was uh, her hairdresser, who just happened to be yeah, in Yeah, she was That's just, trying. And now that... You know, everyone said that was one of the most shocking things in Sydney. You've got two women gunned down on their way out to go on a Saturday night. And I think uh, we talk about a lot of people go, well, mate, they don't shoot women. You know, that was supposedly. Yeah. Well, I keep trying to point out they have been killing women for years. I mean, Sally Ann Huckstep was murdered because she dared to speak out. It's just the way they're doing it now that we canvass. They never used to gun a woman down no. like she was a crime figure. No. What would they do? Uh, hot shots mainly and strangling and... Hot shots? Oh, well, you know, a heroin overdose. Yeah. It looked like a heroin overdose except for it was pure heroin. And a lot of um, informants oh died from God. overdoses in the 80s. Yeah, right. But they were, in fact, hot shots where they'd been given yep. loaded up heroin. God. Um, so that's that how it's changed a little bit. Um, it is. That's interesting. quality where they just go and spray them with bullets. Jeez. You can go see it on Binge, but also if you want to go to dailytelegraph.com.au forward slash The War, episode six of The War is up now. Josh, Moz, thank you very much for coming in, boys. Appreciate thank it. Team. Thanks, team. Bitsy and Whipper with Kate Ritchie is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcast.com.au.